How do you get to a place in your life or career where you are recognized as a leader in business? Let's talk about it. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the RK3 Show. I'm Robert Kennedy III, RK3. That's me. And hey, episode 33, we're moving. We're grooving. I'm happy to be back. Listen, a quick joke, quick joke. Just wanted to tell you one I heard recently. Here we go. So a weasel goes into a bar and the bartender asks, what would you like to drink? Pop. Goes the weasel. (laughs) Get it? Okay, okay. That was a dad joke. So what? I'm a dad. I get to tell those. Anywho, did you listen to the previous episode yet? If not, head back over to episode 32 and listen to Kendall Ficklin. Coach Kendall Ficklin drops a knowledge on how to craft a story that people want to pay attention to for hours. Also, I want to hang out with you some more. So join me over in the Speak Right Now community. Let's go. Hop on over to Facebook and join the Speak Right Now. That's R, well, not R, W-R-I-T-E, as in writing, the Speak Right Now community on Facebook. Let's get connected. The link is in the show notes. All right, let's get on with the show. My guest for today is Kirk Nugent. Kirk is a leader, a tech leader, a business leader. He's worked in the IT space for many years, but lately part of his responsibility has been speaking, being the face of an organization and growing interest in a specific field. Let's talk to Kirk and hear his story. Kirk, go ahead and tell it. I am so glad that you are on the show. I want you to just really quickly give us a quick background of of who you are, what you're up to, what you, what are you doing in the world, man? Sure. Um, Kirk Nugent, I'm a technology professional uh, by training and by, by experience and almost by trade even. <laughs> um, yeah. All things tech, uh, self-professed Jesus geek. Um, I count myself as a connector, um, somebody who just really knows how to, to connect people. Uh, learned at the feet of the master networker himself, which is my dad. The man just, he just naturally exudes networking. And so I had a leg up on life right from the beginning because of who I was born to. (laughs) Yeah. But um, I've taken that into that, 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 that ability into several, all the different aspects of my professional career. And I've found it to be something that is significant, something that, uh, we are not teaching in schools, something that we are not focusing on, but it has really been the, the deal breaker in my life is being yeah. able to connect with people, being able to connect with people in different cultures, um, different places, and just appreciate them for who they are. And that, that would that would kind of embody who I feel like Kirk Nugent is. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about your career just for a second. I, and, and you've gone through some different transitions in yeah. your career. 
been in the technology space, but you also spent some time in South Africa, man. Tell us a little, what, what was one of the most memorable experiences, especially in the leadership space for you that, that happened over there? Yeah, um, working in South Africa in, in technology management for NGO was uh, probably one of the highlights of my career thus far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it, 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 learning, learning how to lead in a new culture, in a new space, yeah. in a new country, um, and, and, and trying to learn those, those rituals and, and norms, uh, things, that, things that were acceptable, and still lead Right. Uh, that was yeah. that was definitely something that was significant. I'll give you one example. I was um, I was leading a team meeting. Uh, I was director for uh, 23 different countries in terms of IT. So I had a number of people that was meeting some on site, some virtually. And we were having a discussion about the way forward on a given project and talking with everybody. And things were going in a, the right direction. I don't know if you ever had those kinds of meetings yeah. where things flowing information coming in and it's like man if we can get keep this going we can plan out the rest of the year and one of my my uh, more seasoned um workers commented um, on this same topic but was really kind of leading us in a different direction and so though i appreciated his comment i really wanted to just deal with his what he had to say and then redirect us back on that good path right and, and um, so I did that. I said, I said, you know, yeah, 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 that would be good, but we don't really want to do that right now. And just kind of said in a very nice way, but he knew that I was dismissing what he wow. was suggesting. Something that we, any one of us would have done here in the United States would be fine. But in that culture, I had done something that was unforgivable almost. So what I realized after I had said that is that all conversation ceased. No one was willing to, 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 to you know, provide any more ideas or further discussion. So we ended the meeting and I talked to my colleague who is a son of the soil. He's from Zimbabwe. And he was saying to me, when you dismissed him, none of the rest of us could speak because in our culture, you do never publicly disagree with your elders. Wow. And, and, you know, it was a learning experience for me. But what I also learned in that one experience was that I was given a pass where the locals were not. Mm. So if if I have had been a son of the soil like my colleague, they wouldn't have allowed that to pass. But because, you know, it's like, oh, this is the American that was allowed to pass. And even though that one conversation did end, we were able to work together. And we use that 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 dynamic between myself and my colleague, Tembi, um, to really push some things forward. I mean, you kind of have to, you know, like they say, when you get lemons, you make lemonade. Right. So. It was one of those things where it's like, well, I'm not a son of the soil, so there are going to be some things that I do differently. And we use that dynamic to really push and, and get some things done that we probably wouldn't have otherwise. Right. So that was a cultural issue or the, yes. there was a, that was a cultural challenge. But you also have that here in the United States. You also have that with a generational challenge. So you you dealt with both of those. So if somebody is a new leader, if somebody Mm -hmm. is a younger emerging leader and you're being placed in a position where you've got to lead people who are not only older than you, but are, have been with the company for 20 years, 25 years. And you want to introduce something innovative and they're just not really hearing it. How do you suggest 
leading in that cir- that circumstance? How does how does an emerging leader uh, push the idea across and influence when there is that type of yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, I mean, honestly, it's it's. I, I feel like a lot of the work of leadership is there's a couple of different things. So one, you. If you are a leader, and I, I, I pose that as a question to anybody that's listening, if you are a leader, right, I can't tell you whether you're a leader or not. No one in your team can tell you, even if they've hired you to be a leader, you still have to answer the question, if you are a leader. Mm-hmm. If you are a leader, then you lead the way that you lead. You're going to set a certain atmosphere and environment in your team. I think a lot of the work to be able to introduce new things and kind of you know, be nimble and shift on a dime, even with a wide range of, of different thoughts and generations and, you know, people in your group is a lot of that work is done in how the leader has shaped his or her team, mm-hmm. how they've created that atmosphere and environment. A lot of the times I have to make sure that my team knows I don't necessarily have all the answers. It's going to be a collaborative effort. We're going to work at this thing together. I've got your back, but I expect you to have mine. I also want to make sure that, you're getting something out of this deal. So that's how I like to manage. I, I manage more or less, more so on a person-by-person basis. I take every individual for who they are, where their strengths and weaknesses are, and try to marry that up with what we're looking to do, what we're looking to accomplish. If I have that person in my team who is a little bit more averse to something innovative, something that's a little more cutting edge, I, understand, I would have understood that before and would have probably pulled them out to have a pre-conversation before the larger conversation. Because right. you want to make sure that when you present something, especially if the decision's already made, <laughs> which I'm certain, you know, those dynamics are there for leaders that are out there. You, you've dealt with those before. But if yeah. the decision's already been, been made, you want to make sure you're bringing everyone along for the journey. Because at the end of the day, you, you don't want to get to the destination alone. You want to get there together. And, yeah. and, and honestly, getting there together creates a whole different experience. And sometimes you come up with a product that's slightly different, if not better than what you originally intended. Yeah. So you've talked about some of the preparation for mm-hmm. some of those conversations. You talked about understanding some of the dynamics. Tell me a little bit, and, and I'm asking this question because a lot of what I deal with with corporations is leadership communication. Got it, got so, it. Let's talk a little bit about some of the, some of the physical prep. What are some of the things that you know that you've got to do with your voice, with your body, with your with your eyes? What are some of the things when you're entering a challenging conversation or, or you're anticipating something that's, that's going to be challenging? What, what are some of the things that you are intentional about in yourself? Um, you need to know what those things are. I, I, I mean, I know that... Uh, so in the case of when I was in, in, in Africa working there, I needed to have that sounding board with my colleague, Tembi, who in his, in his case, he would say to me, look, you know, these are some of the things you need to watch out for. And so I, as I'm going into prep, I have those things in mind. You know, I, I really need to make sure I'm looking at everyone in the room. I don't want to single any one person out. I don't want to want them to feel like I'm speaking at them. I want them to speak, feel like we're speaking together. I want to make sure that, you, you kind of lead the discussion. You know where you want the discussion to end up. You, you know, kind of um, somewhat I mean, as a leader, you go, go into the conversation knowing I'd like to see us go here. But I, I also feel like we, we as leaders need to be somewhat open to the fact that in the course of conversation, something may emerge that 
maybe even better. And, and I don't know, you know, not all the time you have the latitude to be able to take advantage of those scenarios, but you want to be able to have that atmosphere. But as I'm going in, I, I, I try to um, um, tell myself, don't take myself too seriously. Don't take yeah. myself too seriously. Learn to laugh. Um, and, and, and sometimes even point out the mistake that you've made yourself. Uh, I, I do uh, a routine. <laughs> uh, there's, there's a whole story behind it, but I do a routine where um, I, I, I walk through the presentation myself. I, I, I walk through it in the mirror and I, I even ask my kids or my wife to pose different questions. Yeah. Um, I will stage those questions. Sometimes, sometimes they, you know, we've been doing this so long now that they've gotten good where they can pose the questions themselves. They know exactly what I'm trying to hit on and they know how to pose a question that will really cause me to think through what it is I'm trying to get across. Right. Um, I don't know that how many people know that, that, that those components go into leadership. I, mm. I don't know how many people know that there is a prep that takes place for a leader to walk into a conference room with his or her team and speak about where we're going to go and how things are going to move forward or deliver news from administration or from the top or wherever to say, Hey, what we had been doing, we're not doing that anymore. We're going to be moving in a different direction. Yeah. It, it does take time. It takes effort. It takes practice. It takes prep, just like you said. And some of those are the things that I've used in the past you know, it's an ever-growing arsenal of, 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 of equipment and artillery that yeah. leaders pull from to be able – they know what will draw certain emotions, draw certain effects out of themselves. Some people have to get into a certain headspace. It's like, yeah. I need to be serious today. Some people are like, this is, this is a very heavy conversation, so I need to interject levity where I can. And so, you know, right. understanding your content, understanding what you want to deliver, and then recognizing that – you know, not every situation is going to call for the same um, attitude, the same delivery. So communication, motivation, leadership and more. You're listening to the RK3 show. Hey, 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 I've said it before. I'll say it again. I want to get you on the show. Leave me a voicemail. Head over to robertkennedy3.com forward slash voicemail. Let's get some conversation happening. I'd love to hear from you. Oh, And when you leave a voicemail, be sure to speak clearly, slowly, and be sure to leave your name. You know, so I know it's you. All right. And now back to the show. So let's get a little bit specific on on voice just for a second. Do you have any tips? Is there anything specific that you do maybe vocally, verbally, when you are trying to lead a meeting a certain way, either it's a tense meeting or Mm. it's a meeting that is maybe not as serious as it needs to be. People are taking things lightly and it's a little bit more urgent. What are some of the things that you do intentionally verbally? Um, If I'm, if it's just a generic meeting, we're just chatting. I will keep a very even pace to my tone. If it's something that I know just like you just described, this is very heavy. This is very serious. And I'm not seeing that gravity of the situation hitting in the room. I will slow down my tone. I'll be much more intentional about my words. I'll try to use less words. And I try to make eye contact all around the room where possible. 
I move a lot more intentional. I want to say is, is the term, but it's it, what it ends up being is slower. Right. Uh, you know, I will come to somebody and say, okay, Matt, this is where we are. This is where we need to go. What are you thinking? Okay. And, and it's really trying to get them to pose the situation back in their own words. And then even as they're sharing it, they recognize the gravity of the situation. Yeah. Yeah. So you are a professional in, in the technology space. Are there any unique challenges that you have come across in the technology space that's different than maybe leadership in other spaces? You know, th- this is the, you know, <laughs> this is the question that I get the most. Um, yeah. This, this one question is the question I get the most is, you know, what is leadership in technology? How does it differ from other areas or are there industries or other vantage points within a business? And, and the truth is to be a technology professional is to never be the point of the company unless you work for a tech, tech firm. Mm. Every company has a tech department. So let's say you're in finance, you work at a, a investment firm and you work in technology, you are going to, provide technology services for a company so that they can accomplish their end goal. And that end goal is to make money for their investors. Right. But in the process of doing that, you're going to need to learn the language of the business that you serve. Yeah. And so while working in the finance industry, I had to learn the lingo of investing, I had to understand what my portfolio manager meant when he said, Hey, I'm not seeing this. I need analysis on this. I need to be able to drill down on this. Being able to speak that language with him, not necessarily becoming an expert, but just being able to speak that language with him, translate what I'm trying to share, technology terms, into his language or her language, then you, 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 get, a, a, you get a very different response from those that you're looking to partner with and support. And right. one of the reasons I feel like I've been able to grow in terms of leadership is because I've been able to learn the language of the business, not yes. just to speak in tech terms. Awesome. Awesome, man. So let's wrap with this question today. What piece of advice do you find yourself giving most often? Uh, Well, I've worked in higher ed for the last four or five years, higher education. And so it's a privilege of my life to be able to to work with the next generation of leaders, doctors, lawyers, uh, politicians, engineers. And one of the things I share with them on a regular basis is that there are no more non-tech jobs. Mm. every position, it doesn't matter what your vocation or training or major, whatever you want to do is going to have a component of it that is technology driven. And in fact, there will, there are times where you will become more of an expert in that given area than I will ever be because I'm more of a generalist. Right. You are much more specific. So to my nursing, you know, my would be nurses, tomorrow's nurses, I tell them, don't just learn the paper chart learn the electronic chart because there is technology in every one of your disciplines. Mm. There are things that somebody's doing in your field that somebody else used to do way back in the day. And it has now just become a regular everyday part of working in that field. And so, yes, that's, that's, that's the thing I I say most is there are no more non-tech jobs. 
They're all. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Awesome, man. Listen, you are a leader. You are a speaker. You are a technology director. You are multifaceted. What is the most important role that you have, you would say? Hmm. Most important role. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. That's a good one. I'm not usually stumped, um, but, but I would go back to what I said at the beginning, um, uh, being that connector. And, and it's, yeah. that's, that's kind of the, the common denominator in all of the different things, the titles that you just mentioned, is yeah. being a connector. Being a speaker is because I want to be able to connect people to a different idea, a different concept, a different um, way to do something. Being a technology professional is, again, the same thing, wanting to be able to connect people to con- take their passion, connect it to technology that's going to enable that passion, that's going to fuel and drive um, that whatever it is they're looking to do. And the same goes with um, being in management in, in higher ed, looking to be able to connect people to their, their whatever it is their goal, whatever goal they've set out for themselves, yeah. whatever their aspirations are for education. And, and for those who are in my team, I do the same. I want to make sure that they're not just staying where they are. I ask each and every one of them, what's your two-year goal, five-year goal, 10-year goal? Where do you see yourself? Where do you want to be? Do you want to be in my position? What do you, you know what I'm saying? So some of them tell you point blank, no. Some of them say, no, I'd like to get more into networking. And we try to work together to create a path towards that dream for themselves, to make a win-win situation. But yeah, I see myself as a connector, definitely. That's awesome, man. Where can people find out more about you? KirkNugent.me, K-I-R-K-N-U-G-E-N-T dot M-E. KirkNugent.me is my website. Um, right now, it is geared almost solely towards public speaking. That's the majority of the people that visit that page are going there for that. But I have a blog on there, and on that blog, I share a lot of tips and tricks, different things that are happening in my life whatever is in, of interest to me. So some of it may be really cool. Some of it might be, you know, of no interest to you at all, but I, I encourage you to jump on there, check it out, um, see what, what I might be dabbling in or playing around with. Um, and then the, the subsite from there is bio.kirknugent.me, bio.kirknugent.me. And that is where I have my bio, my biography, where I have, you know, my work experience, some of the things that I've done, some of the, positions I've held, some of the awards that I've been able to achieve and kind of just gives a more professional breakdown on me. Your space, where you are, might not make sense to you initially. You might not be able to see how all of the bricks line up to build your current house, but they have. Trust the journey. Stay focused on the journey and don't get distracted by what looks like an obstacle. Make it go and go with it. It may not make sense now, But it will if you have faith and you give it all you've got. That's all, folks. Head to the show notes to grab the links and resources from this episode. Then go over to Apple Podcasts to leave a ranking, rating, and review for the show. Also, head over to the other major podcast outlets, wherever you listen to podcasts. I hope you had fun today. I hope you learned something. But most of all, I hope you were compelled to jump out of your comfort zone and share your story. Hey, y'all, don't forget everything that happens to you in life is your stuff. Your stuff is your story and your story deserves a stage. I'm Robert Kennedy, the third RK3, and you've been listening to the